everybody. Welcome back to Holistic Finance. I am Ryan Burklow. And I'm Alex Collins. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about this term called leverage. And if you're not familiar with it, it's something that you should be familiar with, especially as a business owner. Yeah, so I think, you know, our industry, Alex, loves to use and throw around that term. And I think on some level, people understand it, but on many levels, they, they don't actually know how to implement it. Yeah, or like really kind of how it works, what the functions are, what the positives and negatives are. Yeah, so as, as a naturopathic doctor, there's several things that you can leverage uh, depending on how you set yourself up financially. But before we go into that, Alex, let's let's define leverage for them and then move from there. Sure, so I mean, at, at its base level, leverage is just, it's a force multiplier. And when we're talking about finances and, and practice and things of that nature, it's a way to get more out of less in. It's a, a way to multiply what we're doing. And there's uh, a host of different ways that we can do this. Um, but typically it involves either leveraging time, leveraging people, or leveraging money. Yeah. And as a business owner, I mean, well, let's just start talking about the business here because a lot of naturopathic doctors we're talking to, right? They're wanting to build a practice where they are a doctor, but they're also the owner, which means they want, they don't want to have to show up every day and be the doctor. They want to be able to take time away from the practice. They want to be able to have a, a business that is ultimately maybe sellable to maybe one of their doctors currently working for them or to another um, naturopathic doctor. And so one of these things, and this sounds this sounds bad as I say it, but stick with me here is, is leveraging time or your employees. Right. Right. And that's not a neg. Please don't take that as a negative thing. It's more <laughs> of like, look, as, as the owner, you can't do everything. Matter of fact, if you're trying to do everything, I'm just going to call it out. You're doing it wrong. Well, and, and honestly, the leverage of people works both ways. Yep. Like the, the way to make it work is to have it be a win-win where essentially what you're doing as a business owner is making it more efficient and effective for the other doctors that are part of your practice or your partners or, or whatever else to get more out of their time, the structure, et cetera. And like, there's an example, we were working with a, a naturopathic physician and they were potentially going to be acquiring a practice. And one of the things we talked about was like, okay, can we leverage the time of the existing support staff to support more physicians, more NDs without adding another person, without adding more overhead, more cost? And if the answer is yes, well, then that's going to make us more efficient, more effective at what we're doing. And so the leverage works both ways you leveraging your employees to be able to do more for different docs. And at the same time, them having leverage in terms of getting some of the stuff off their plate that they don't want to deal with. And if you can make that more effective and efficient for them, man, everyone wins. Yeah. So I think everyone listening to this, this conversation is not shocking to them, it, but there's, there's two sides of this, right? Or not two sides. There's two 
maybe three different versions of naturopathic doctors that are, that might be listening to this. And the first version is maybe the first naturopathic doctor that they're trying to, to consider hiring their first employee. Right. And you and I have gone through this when we hired our first employee and you know, it, it's, it's scary for one, right. Because right. like you really have to put your money where your mouth is when it comes to that, that standpoint, because you're literally feeding someone else's mouth, <laughs> right. Cause you're paying them a salary, but it's, it's a difficult decision and you have to make that leap. Right. And, and so much of it is when you hire somebody, are you able to free up your own time and be able to do more with that time than what you're having that employee do for you? And this is why it's so important to understand the numbers in your business. Like, where are you spending your time? Right. Because when Alex and I sit down and we look at this, we're like, okay, when we start to do more paperwork, right, that paperwork's important to do. We suck at it. That paperwork is extremely important to do, which is why we hired an employee to handle that. And what did that do for us? Right. We were spending a bunch of time trying to get that done. And so when we brought on an employee to help us with that, that freed up our time to, to help more people. Well, and it made us less frustrated. It made our clients less frustrated because we were like, we had somebody who was dedicated to getting it done and getting it done properly and making sure that there like weren't any issues, as you said, like we kind of suck at paperwork. And so like what we were doing was giving away the thing that a, we're not good at B creates frustration and C like, like is not our time is more valuable spent doing other activities. So that's for the, the person trying to hire the first employee. And I, I kind of want to wrap this up because this episode was not supposed to be about like bringing on employees, but that is a big lever to pull when we're, when we're owning a business. The other two things I was going to bring up is like you brought up uh, there, we have a naturopathic doctor that's, that's looking at purchasing another clinic. And so a value add that you can bring these other doctors is you already have the service staff to help with those so that they don't have to worry about that. That's a huge value add for a lot of naturopathic doctors. Now that allows you to attract those doctors. And if those doctors are bringing in patients, maybe taking some workload off of you, what does that free up for you to then go and do? Right. So it, it comes full circle. Yeah, there's also cross-selling opportunities. There's there's other ways that there's can be value added. I mean, imagine walking into a practice where all of the all of the things that need to be done, like having all the HIPAA forms and all of the the non-disclosure of all of the stuff that my guess is you don't you don't enjoy doing, but needs to be there. Imagine having an easy button where that's already done for you. Like, exactly. Wow. Would that free up a ton of time? So that's, that's leverage number one, right? And that might be one of the biggest leverages that you have, right? The other, and I've already mentioned this, knowing your numbers, where the revenue is coming in and understanding, okay, if I purchase X machine, or if I do this to my practice, what will that do? Right? So sometimes that might be going into debt, like taking a loan out, to purchase a machine that would then help your patients in right and whatever you're utilizing that machine for, will that bring in more revenue to then help your patients even more? Right. That's a, another huge leverage piece that, and again, it's scary again, right? No one likes taking on debt. 
it goes back to making sure you understand your numbers and how you're running your business and where your business is going at the same time. A hundred percent. Right. So those are a couple of things on, on the business side of stuff. Also in that business is now let's look at the financials, right? If we have money sitting in savings, right? We, we've had a whole episode around like how much money should be sitting in savings in your practice, right? So make sure you listen to that if you, if you haven't listened to that. But having that kind of money sitting on the sideline, what does that allow you to do? Maybe taking a little bit of risk or a little, and again, leveraging that money sitting there, what does that allow you to do in your practice as well? And so this is a hard conversation to have sometimes because I think uh, for one, it's hard to have a certain amount of savings sitting there. So you had to yeah. build up to that. So that's step one. And then step two is, okay, I've got that sitting there. I've got in the three months of my overhead expenses sitting in my savings. Okay. Now that I'm comfortable there, what else can I go do? That might be the loan. Yeah. And then tie this into the personal side. You do the exact same stuff on the personal side, right? Imagine having a certain amount of cash laying on the sidelines and maybe you're looking at investing in the market, okay? When you have plenty of money sitting on the sidelines so that, you know, it's for that rainy day type of scenario, can you take more risk in the market because you have you, you won't have to touch that money if the market's down like it is right now? A hundred percent. And just, it becomes this, becomes this way where we think about it, things from, from a standpoint of not what's the rate of return on this particular asset, but what does it allow me to do in terms of all of the rest of the things that we're like working on or trying to accomplish? Yeah. And I think that's, that, that is a key. If there's one big takeaway we want you to take is oftentimes we think of, especially when we're talking about cash or in any scenario, we're, we're not really, we're doing a comparison of, well, I'm losing rate of return because it's sitting in cash, Ryan. When you didn't think of, okay, because I've got that cash, what am I able to do with my other assets now? What am I able to do in the business? Maybe that's hiring another employee. Maybe you feel that helps you feel more comfortable to do there. Right? Like, we get that as business owners, you get that, right? Like, let's just face it, putting money back in your business, especially if you're business, building a business that is sellable, that's going to be most likely the better rate of return you're going to get. Absolutely. Right. That's when you get the 20% and 30% type rates of return more consistently, right? Because you actually have more control of that. So the, the whole reason for today's episode is really for you to take a step back, take a step back look at your business and say, okay, where is it that I can possibly leverage more? Or maybe what is it I need to do from a, from a foundational level in my business so that I can take that step of leveraging? Which takes us to the question of the day, Alex. Uh, our question today is how is it that you're currently using leverage and how might you use it in the future? So head over to holistic-finance.com and there's a spot for you to answer that question. If you got any, any other suggestions or anything on your mind that you want us to talk about, feel free to reach out to us there as well. The whole purpose of this podcast is to help you build a financially successful business so that you can help your patients more and spread your message more.
As always, we hope this episode was valuable and Mr. Collins. Make it a great day. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities Guardian or Quantified Financial Partners and opinions stated are their own. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. All investments and investment strategies contain risk and may lose value. This material is intended for general public use. By providing this content, Park Avenue Securities LLC is not undertaking to provide investment advice or a recommendation for any specific individual or situation or to otherwise act in a fiduciary capacity. Please contact a representative for guidance and information that is specific to your individual situation. Ryan and Alex are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities LLC, OSJ 200 Market Street, Suite 1850, Portland, Oregon 97201, phone number 503-221-1226. Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities member FINRA SIPC. Financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. Park Avenue Securities is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Quantified Financial Partners is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. Ryan Burklow, AR Insurance License Number 15319412. CA Insurance License Number 0K24924. Alexander Collins, AR Insurance License Number 7264699. CA Insurance License Number 0H24806. Point number 2022, 140332, expiration June 2024.